If Regis Philbin and Tom Green both say they've seen spirits appear in front of them, does that make it more believable? Well, pull up a chair and join us around the haunting table. Welcome. Welcome back, everybody, to the long-awaited episode number 22. For some reason, we decided to wait two weeks. Actually, no. It's because of, of the holidays. But now that the holidays are over and uh, everybody has eaten their dinners together and all that candy from the Easter Bunny, here we are, ready to give you episode number 22. How are we doing today, boys? I'm doing swell. Besides my sliding door coming off. Shit, sorry, I was muted. Hi. Yeah, I could tell. I was, I was talking. It felt like I was talking to myself. That was fun. <laughs> there was a, there was I a answered. Good, there was a good second of dead silence in there, <laughs> though, <know>. my dude. <laughs> I was waiting for Tyler to say something. I was like, okay, That's, I guess I'll just fucking fill this usually, in with Usually I more. do say something first, and I did technically say something. It's just there was no fucking way you guys were going to hear it. Yes, yeah, so. you were muted. <laughs> but anyway. Fucking yes. muted, dude. All right, my bad. So, so I'm doing great. Good, Anthony's good, good, good. not. Anthony's doing it because his sliding door for his bathroom fell off, and that has just sent his entire life into a downward spiral. Yeah, I just I don't drink, but it made me want to drink. Uh, yeah, that's like whatever anybody talks about growing up. It's bills, it's buying a house, getting married, and breaking sliding doors. Those are the those are the pocket you know, doors. Pocket doors. Hell those yeah, like, dude. Fuck those Those things. are the scariest things about growing up, you know? For sure. Oh, hell yeah. And then quicksand. And quicksand. Yeah, because I come across quicksand all the time. All the time. <laughs> Every it's day of my terrifying. life, honestly. It is. It's absolutely you, terrifying. You never know when it's going to fucking strike. You're telling me that if the more that I move, the faster I sink? Well, that just sounds awful. Well, this sounds like I'm just going to start fucking jerking it right in the sand, dude. <laughs> then I get one out why'd and you, die? Let's go. Why'd you, yeah, dude. Why'd you take, why'd you take Jay's line? He's the depressed one. <laughs> Hell yeah, always. I'm right now I'm depressed. <laughs> uh, did you not hear him? A pocket door broke, man. That's that's oh, the worst shit, thing that can happen yeah. to a person. That and bankruptcy. That's that's true. Yeah. So, I'd actually, have, I'd I'd prefer have bankruptcy. bankruptcy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, Honestly. anyway, welcome everybody, episode number 22, I'm your ghost boy Jake Woods, accompanied by ghost boy Tyler, uh, I'm just gonna go with can of beans again, because my creative brain isn't working today, right. so Tyler, still can of beans, and then Anthony hey. Adamson. Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. We Hello. are We are your ghost boys, and we are here to bring you another episode of The Haunting Table, so I feel like Every time we take a break, even if it's just a week break, we lose the entire uh, flow of how we do things. <laughs> I know, man. I feel like I'm, I'm lost at what I'm doing right now. <laughs> get, 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 Buckle get, up. It's going to be ready, ride, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, get fucking ready. Yes, get ready. But anyway, if you haven't listened to episode number 21, please, for us, go do that. And where was episode number 21, Tyler? Uh, that was at the uh, Cresco Theater. Yes, that was that an was investigation. one that we actually went to. An actual investigation. An actual investigation. 
Yeah, some of the best spirit box yeah. stuff that we've ever had. Go check that shit out. It was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was, a, awesome. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Four-hour drive for us, so it wasn't too bad, but, you know. That wasn't fun. No. I, I, I like it. I personally like driving off to go do an investigation. It's part of the experience, yeah. you know. I mean, you were in a car with me, though. Yeah. So that was... That was good. We had a good time. We had a good time. Anthony wasn't there. Jesus had to take the wheel for that one. No, I'm saying. But uh, yes, please go listen to episode <laughs> Especially number, on the way home. <laughs> episode number 21, Cresco Theater in Cresco, Iowa. It was a good episode. And if you haven't already helped the podcast out greatly, you can by giving us a five-star review. Find that Apple Podcast app. Find that Spotify app. Go in there. Give us a five-star review. Do it now. Thank you, please. And leave us a worded review. It is free for you. It uh, sometimes helps our ego. <laughs> sometimes it, it doesn't. Uh, but in the end, it brings us up to charts. So please, please go do that. That would help us out a ton. And you don't have to spend money to do it. Unless you don't have a, a way to, of listening to podcasts and you need to buy something to give us a five-star review, then I don't know how you're listening to this episode in the first place. So <laughs> that point is moot. <laughs> Okay. Then. <laughs> you could you, you could also right, <laughs> you could also assist us by going to any of our social media accounts and just dropping a follow. So if you want to go to haunting underscore table at Instagram or Twitter, give those a follow. Today it was Puppy Sunday, so you get to see. Well, I guess technically yesterday was Puppy Sunday, so you get to see uh, the beautiful puppies that we post every Sunday. Give a listen to give a listen give a listen to that picture if you wouldn't mind. You, and you know uh, what's really funny is we like we have like a few people that follow us on there that are just like places like uh, accounts that post like dog pictures. Yeah, dog, yeah. it's really funny. <laughs> I, what did we post one so one funny. time? And they're like, "Oh, this is really cute." If you wanna <laughs> if you wanna like uh, up your your photography, talk to this page and you can join them. It's yeah. like that's not what we do. Like this is just something and we post. <laughs> this is not like the, what we do. Yeah, we post I mean, shitty dog pictures of cute dogs. Yeah. At, at least it's not the fucking people who just are, hey, promote this on so-and-so. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Emperor Records. Yeah, Fuck Emperor off. Records. You want a feature? Yeah, promote it you. on Emperor Records. Motherfucker, no. I am the feature. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I make fucking the You could pay us to have a feature on our Yeah, podcast. exactly. Yeah, shit. exactly. Shit. Motherfuckers. Yeah, keep that in mind next time. Emperor Records Bro, at Emperor I should, Records. I should, yo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow him. I'm going to start following on my personal account and be like, hey, go promote it at the haunting table. <laughs> do it, do it. Oh, do you it. should. <laughs> Screenshot it and put it on Please our, do that. our Instagram. That I'm going to start be, doing that. That dude. would be awesome. Hell yeah. All right. Well, anyway, back on track. Uh, yes. Yeah, so you can go give those a follow, haunting underscore table. And that is for Instagram and Twitter, where we also post pictures of our investigations and the stories we tell. Uh, and if you want to, you can go to our website, hauntingtable.com, where you can find links to all of that links to other stuff and other things that are other things you could click with links and things that do things for your clicking that you do on that there. was that was fucking on point <laughs> At, like holy hell i know dude. i love that I, I, Keep that i'm about there. to give a disclaimer how we're not professionals but it's not like they're gonna believe me after that you know that was way too obviously dude, professionally just, done every every week you gotta clicks, say that clicks on clicks on clicks <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so with that being said now that we got those out of the way let's get the turds out of the way because it has been two weeks and we do this every time we take a break i took my motrin i took i had a fiber bar this morning i had i, I put in some softeners i'm ready to go so let's drop these disclaimer turds these little disclaimer golf balls at this point on your chest uh 
So let, I'm going to give you the first one right now. Okay? The first one. We are not professionals. All right. We are not professionals. No shit. All right? <laughs> we do not claim to be professionals in anything we do. In audio, video, podcasting, we are not professional ghost hunters, ghost busters, or ghost nutters. So please keep that in mind and take everything we do with a grain of salt. Just one. Just one grain of salt. When we do something, take that grain of salt and keep that next to you. We are just three ghost boys that really love what we do and love searching for proof of an afterlife or that ghosts exist. I mean, Tyler is a pro troll. So, I mean, I'm, I'm an, a professional idiot. And Anthony is a professional lawbringer. He's a professional... <laughs> he's, a, he's a professional law boy. That's what he is. Hell yeah. Goddamn law man. Goddamn law You're man. You're a man, man. You're a law man. I appreciate it. You're a law man, I man. Wish, I wish he was like the old West and I could have one of those walrus mustaches. <laughs> Don't God. be funny instantly come in my pants you're, you're like dude. you're you're an officer and you pull someone over and you're trying to be like all hard and stuff well not even trying to be but like you're being a cop and like bro didn't i just hear a podcast you got all upset because your pocket door broke <laughs> i'm supposed to take you serious <laughs> yeah dude have you had your pocket door break no well guess what then, you're driving while license suspended and you tase him. and your day's about to get a lot worse <laughs> and you tase him right in his forehead no nope we do not condone that. okay hey I, I didn't say you condone it i was just saying you know it'd be a funny scenario nope. I'm not Never saying because that scenario, that joking scenario I made, now all of a sudden your district condones forehead tasing. <laughs> you never know, dude. I mean, I guess you never true. know these days. That shit's going to come up. Yeah, I guess, yes. I do not condone that. <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. Disclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> all right, well, anyway, on to the next disclaimer, turd. And that will be me. If you like what we do and want to do what we do, ask for permission first. Every location that we go to, we get express permission from the owners or local authorities if needed. We do not condone nor advertise or want you to go to a location we are at, we have been, or have not been without permission. Do not trespass. We do not condone that. And if you trespass, you're going to catch a case. Yes. And nobody wants that. Unless you're weird. A case of the sniffles? A case of the sniffles. Or or, or like, like deal or no deal, and you get the case of the million dollars. Oh, yeah, the million dollar case. Or the penny. Or the penny. That, well, yeah. you know what? In the end, it's a penny more than that, I had. That might help. Yeah. I'd rather that, that case than a breaking and entering than, or a trespassing case. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is some dumbass decision Dumbassery. that yeah. could have been prevented. <laughs> exactly. So, like you said, yes, if you want to do what we do. Please, permission first before entering any buildings. All right, Tyler. Hi. I'm Tyler. Hi. Uh, yes, you are. Good job. So, <laughs> hi, guys. So, <laughs> obviously, we joke and we have a good time during this podcast. Some of the stories that we tell are a little itty-bitty, teeny-weeny bit dark, but we always try to be respectful to any victims or their families that are involved. Like I said, we'll make jokes because, remember... This is an adult comedy podcast, but we always try to be respectful of the dead and the spirits that are here. And if you want to go out and ghost, bust, hunt, or nut yourself, hey. please be respectful yes. while you do it. Thanks. Yes, 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 yes. So, with that being said, of course, like he said, keep that in mind, please. We're going to joke. Okay? There's going to be jokes, guys. Okay? So... Oh, really? We will joke. 
Yes, really. We're going to make oh. funnies that are maybe mm. not funny to you, but we will laugh. We just try to be respectful, though, to the best of our abilities, of course. Now, with the disclaimers out of our way, I guess we could just jump right into it, guys. Tyler, where are we today, buddy? We're in the great city of San Diego, California. Yeah, hell, yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, actually, went there. Uh, would have been a few years ago, four, four years ago, three same, years ago, same. something like that. Pretty, uh, pretty good time. Went to go see the Impractical Jokers out there because we were out there for oh. a graduation, and they were there at like the same weekend. So we're like, fuck it, we're gonna go. To, we're gonna drive down to San Diego from L.A. and uh, we'll go there. So we spent the day in San Diego. It was awesome. So, but all uh, right, thank you, Tyler. <laughs> Just get that. So, that that Jay, is a town history. Jay, what building are we in? <laughs> All right. Anyway, continue. Continue. <laughs> so, <laughs> the first European to visit the region was a Spaniard named Juan Rodriguez Cabrillo in fi- or in 1542. Holy shit! I almost fucked that up. 15. <laughs> All right. I almost said 18 or something. So anyway, in 1542, Cabrillo led an expedition that sailed along the coast of California on the 27th of june same year he uh i feel like they i just doubled that up because i said he set sail from la navidad in mexico i legit just doubled that up because i suck hey man we're not professionals (laughs) hell yeah i really wanted the next line to be me saying the same fucking thing again but with different (laughs) in a different way that would have been funny anyway falling apart (laughs) Yeah, no shit. So he anchored in San Diego Bay. However, the story of San Diego didn't really begin until 1769 when the Spanish built a chain of missions across California. What? What year was that? Are you good? What year was that? What did I say? What year was it? Oh, (laughs) 69, dude. (laughs) I was legit so fucking thrown off by that. But I got it. Bring it it back around. All right, let's go. So, um, 1821, Mexico became independent of Spain. However, in 1846, the U.S. had annexed. 1850, um, San Diego only had a population of several hundred when it was incorporated into a city. Slowly, it began to develop. The Colorado House, don't know why it was named the Colorado House, was built in 1851. Old Point Loma Lighthouse, 1855. Um, there maybe was a it was like maybe it was it was built with materials from Colorado, or mm, people just used to maybe. smoke tons of weed in that house, and they're like, you know, we're calling this Colorado house. That right. could be it. You never know. You know, I don't know. I, just spitballing. Yeah, just spitballing. Yeah, you never know. Um, there was a certain house that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. That was 1856. Um. It was the first of two, the first two-story brick house in California. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to let my boy get into that later on. Right, but sounds good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> in the hell uh, yeah. yeah, dude, hell yeah, dude. Uh, in the 1860s, San Diego began began to grow rapidly. Um, it was still kind of a tiny place with only a population of 731 at the time in the 60s, but by 1870, it had grown to a town of 2,003. Hundred people as a good amount of growth in ten years, I think. By my standards, it is. Yes. So, 
Yeah. I say yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Moving on. Uh, Balboa Park had opened in 1868. The like Rocky Balboa? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe. That was Pennsylvania. Yeah, or- I know, but I'm just saying, like, what if, you know, Rocky was just timeless? You know, he just beat the shit out of everything he came across. And he just never, you know, never died. And all of a sudden, boom, movie after him. In the in, in the eighteen sixty in eighteen sixty eight, yeah, he's my fucking hero. Don't you fucking just, take just, this away from I'm me? I'm picturing this guy just walk around, <laughs> just beating, just beating the shit, the shit out, out of everything. The cows, like the cows, just, just beating the shit out of Jesus a cow. Christ. He starts just punching he's, a stop sign, just beating the shit out of a stop sign. Spaniard, Spaniard comes out speaking Spanish, and then all the, uh, and then just fucking smacks him right in that face because that's pretty much what Sylvester Stallone sounds like. So. Yeah. I, that's uh, Arnie. Yeah, all right, Arnie. That's Arnie. That's my bad. All right, continue. Okay, or not? I was just making sure you guys were. I I just was just was checking if you guys were were good or not. So I just wanted to just want to make sure, man. So you good? Cool. Awesome. So, How about you continue? In, uh, <laughs> I I was. And the most awkward transition goes to <laughs> Tyler. It's always me. It's always me. You. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, man. Um, between 1874 and 1888, many other landmarks had been, you know, constructed, which pretty much led to San Diego booming. Um, there was the Llewellyn Building, the Villa Montezuma, Yuma Building, Lewis Bank of Commerce as well. So that was during the 19th century. That was when they. That was when San Diego kind of grew into what it was. So fast forward a little bit to the 20th century. It became a major U.S. naval base. However, on the 21st of July in 1905, a boiler explosion on board of the USS Bennington while it was at San Diego killed 66 men and injured many others. Nevertheless, because of the Navy, San Diego suffered less in the Depression of the 30s than most of the U.S. Meanwhile, in 1915, San Diego held the Panama-California Exposition. In 1936, the California Pacific International Exposition was held there. I, are those the same fucking thing? No, they're not. Are you asking us, I guess uh, once, the listeners? Hey, listeners, no, are those I'm the not. same thing? Hey, throw it in our social media if you understand what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would assume they're different things, but hey, yeah. All right. Whatever. Conclusion, they are different things. Yeah. Um, in the, I think at the time, the population was about 18,000 in the beginning of the 1900s when a lot of this stuff was going on. By 1940, it had risen to 203,000. So there was definitely a good, very, very good jump from when it was 731 in like, it'd be the 1860s up to 1940, where it went to 203,000 people. Probably so because a, everyone realized how beautiful the goddamn place is. Yeah. Definitely good. It really it's is. gorgeous. It really it's is. like 70 degrees every single fucking day. I think you're San thinking of San Francisco. Yeah. Well, San Diego still was great. I don't know. I just remember I, I went in the summer and it was fucking nice as shit outside. 
Yeah, San Diego was, it was tons of fun. <laughs> when uh, <laughs> so we we were we were walking around San Diego, and uh, after like the day was over, we got back to like the hotel or whatever. I literally <laughs> looked at my forehead, and you could see like an imprint of where my bangs were pushed over to the side, where there was sunburn on my forehead, oh, but a little yeah, triangle dude. was cut out just where my bangs were sitting. And uh, I'm not going to lie. If I find that picture, I'll totally put that you up on Instagram to. just you as a fucking to. thing. It's so fucking funny, bro. It's <laughs> I, so funny. I, also, I, I love that picture so much. I, I, I love how you said we got back to the, the hotel or whatever. It's like, are you trying to tell us you didn't stay at a hotel? <laughs> yeah, the hotel whatever was there, was. but we were in the dumpster. We stayed out back in the dumpster for free. <laughs> he did the, you know, the, the homeless travel yeah the vagabond trip mm-hmm. yeah all mm-hmm. all that we did was we fucking rented that pontiac vibe and we just hung out in the parking lot so you rented the oh, pontiac vibe and you guys just vibed is that what you're saying exactly vibing, dude vibing in a vibe just that's what i'm vibing. talking about that right there yeah. that's a vibe for sure that is definitely a fucking vibe <laughs> Not Almost even gonna as lie. cool as flexing in a flex. Yeah, right. I'm just saying, or, or driving a jeep that is, and calling it a jeep, but it's a Kia Soul. You know, that's That's also another jab at our boy Alan. I mean, we could we couldn't get past an episode of the podcast without jabbing at our boy Alan. That's just what we do. Yeah, we have to. We got it. Hundred percent. We hunt ghosts and we take shots at we Alan. We jab Alan, who really doesn't do anything to us. No. no. One time he said it we really needed doesn't. a break, and he said it one time for the first episode, and ever <laughs> since then, we're just shitting on <laughs> Yep. Exactly. Pretty much. So, by 1970, there was almost 700,000 people in here. So this motherfucker keeps rising, like, exponentially over the years, which is great. Um, meanwhile, the Maritime Museum was founded in 1948, and a new public library was built in San Diego in 1954. Good old SeaWorld was about 10 years later, 1965. Has anyone nice. been? Have you guys ever been to SeaWorld? Never. Never been or to no? SeaWorld. I went to the one in Florida. Okay. Or is, that, is that right? Is that SeaWorld or is that SeaLand? What is that? Um, I don't know. Is it like Disney World or Disneyland? Yeah, right. different I have no too, idea. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I know. No but idea. there's, you know, there's a huge sea theme park down in florida yeah. that i want to yeah i i haven't met either i think it'd be kind of neat to go yeah but i'd i'd be down maybe sometime. ghost boy trip ghost hey! boys ghost boy trip hell yeah so in the 21st century um some of the main industries now are defense which i'm assuming means like Military defense. <laughs> I don't know if they're. Ta- I don't think they're talking about the Chargers. No, or just anything. personal defense. They show you how to use a stick. They show you how to like, yeah, right. make, make random things it's... throughout your house into into weapons for defenses. Yeah, Maybe I think too. one of the Marines' uh, camps are there. Not a hundred. I'm one of the. There's a. I believe it's the oh. United States Marine Corps. Yeah, in San Diego. Uh, might be. I don't. I don't really know. To be honest with you, so could be. Um, the other one is uh tourism. So those are main two draws to San Diego now, which that's pretty, pretty accurate. Yeah. It's now is the second largest city in California with 1.4 million people. Good on you, San Diego. 
unlike Damn. some of the other places that we talk about here, you kept growing. You yeah. did not die. That is good a for you. But you large did lose population. your NFL team. Yeah, right. You did fucking <laughs> Damn. lose your Damn. NFL team. Damn, yeah. holding NFL team though. Oof, big oof for you. Oof, big old oof. So, uh, that is it that I have for San Diego. Okay. But okay. I do have our little game is back that we play sometimes. Hell yeah. Is this Florida or is this California? I was going to make it. God, yeah, <laughs> delay on that, bro. I wanted to sit and wait for a second. <laughs> see if anyone wants to simmer. Bro, simmer. you can. I'll, I'll sit here and be quiet the entire time. <laughs> I ain't scared of it. You let that sit for a minute. Hell Just yeah. let people think like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, all right. Continue. All right. So. You guys, tell me which one you think is Florida and which one you think is California. Okay. I'll read them both first. Right. A man went to the police station to ask an officer how to legally kill someone. <laughs> That's fucking Florida. That's hey, some hey, dumbass Florida shit. I gotta, I I gotta read the second one. Is that how the game works, Anthony? Jesus. What, you think is your cop? You can break the rules? Anthony? Yeah. <laughs> think you can legally right. kill someone? All right, <laughs> right anyway so the second one is in the very same vein as this one but a man he went to the police station to have them test his drugs he was under the impression that someone sold him bad crystal meth <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, so now like you don't know now you don't know meth. anthony what which of those balls sound I like they could be florida <laughs> Okay, which, I, I'm which going one is meth Florida? Florida. Meth, meth, meth has got to be Florida. Florida. Yeah, it's screams Florida. Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay, yep, you are right. Hey, meth is in Florida. <laughs> that was too easy. But no, 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 no. Don't give yourself applause. You said Florida. <laughs> like that's definitely Florida. Someone yeah. killing Dude, someone. Doesn't that sound no. like fucking Florida though? Hey, hey, both hey sound how like do I Florida. kill somebody? Real quick. <laughs> that was that's Anthony kind of that said that, not me. All right, I don't. Jay, myself you're right. Good job. Yeah, I changed it before I locked it in, though. You locked uh, it in like, right when you said it. Yeah, nope, you said final it. answer. And then really I did not say final answer. He was like, he's like that shit I'm back. not going to change my... He's, he, I verbatim, he said, I'm not going to change my answer. That is my answer. Lies. Wow, dude. I thought we were friends. You're just going to call me a liar. <laughs> we have Live, a lit, Live on podcast. Wow, hey, you know what? Podcast. Just because your fucking door broke, don't take it out on us, okay? <laughs> like, right, I understand... I understand that you're upset. I have PTSD I every time I walk up to a fucking door now. <laughs> Anthony goes to open his door to his fucking room and here he's like, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> it's like that Vietnam meme where it's like you hear the gunshots in the background. You run under the table. Door, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing he opens the door and it's just like just a natural creak to it. It like cracks a little bit and he like he falls to the ground, starts crying. Fetal position. <laughs> every time. No. That's great. Get back in the so, pocket door. I'll fucking fill your pockets. <laughs> hey, yeah, you'll need a door dude, for that. You can, you can fucking fill my goddamn pocket any day. <laughs> you'll need a door for that one, no, I'm saying. Hey, hey that's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> no, I'm saying. All right, so All right. is that it? Are we done? That is that is it. Jay, right. good job. You're right. All right. Hey, thank you, thank you. All right, cool, 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 right. cool. Is this Florida or is this California? <laughs> I don't think we have to even do that again, but you know, fuck it. Because <laughs> now, do now anyway, do I do it. like to end your segment? Do I do I now do that soundbite? Yeah. All right, it thank just, you. I don't know. Soundbite on soundbite. <laughs> it's, just, it's just three or four soundbites, and eventually you're gonna get a soundbite, and then yours is gonna be after that. And it's gonna be. Hilarious. And I'm, I'm not even playing Anthony's soundbite today. <laughs> no, no this, that's this, fine. 
There's no reason to. There's no reason. No. But anyway. But Jay's soundbite, dude. Oh, yeah. So, Anthony, go ahead and throw Jesus my soundbite out there. Let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> Jay doom, 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 is talking about the house we're investigating. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. But we're not actually there because it's a remote episode. <laughs> All right. all right good claps i like the claps there that was all that, right that tied it I all in. put my headphones down i'm leaving later uh, that clap tied it all in all right the, like yeah you know the, you know the classic saying the clap ties it in yeah mm-hmm. well different more, more ways than one all right well hey i think there's a different saying for the clap i don't know if that's it <laughs> it never goes away all right uh now that we know where we virtually are what are we virtually in we are in the whaley house uh the Whaley House of San Diego, California. So let's jump into a little bit of history about Mr. Thomas Whaley. Thomas Whaley was a Scots-Irish origin born. Uh, so I guess you could pronounce it Whaley. It's the Whaley House. There we go. So uh, Scots-Irish origin was born on October 5th, 1823 in New York City. Okay, so not very Scots-Irish origin, I guess. Unless we're just okay. talking about his last name. Apparently. He was born in America. Yeah. So maybe he came over on the Titanic. Before what being what born. What year was this? <laughs> I don't know. He was born in New York. Oh, he was born in there? I don't fucking know. Let's just keep going, bro. <laughs> yeah, his his unborn fetus came maybe, over. Maybe maybe his Titanic. maybe his parents came maybe his parents came over on the Titanic. That's what I meant. Okay. We're gonna go with that. Oh, one. okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, was he, Titanic? he was born in New York City, the seventh child in a family of 10 holy shit well that, that sounds pretty normal yeah the 1800s the you kind of just pop yeah. them out and hope that hopefully they last that's <laughs> oh 1800s definitely no titanic in the 1800s yeah Keep going no on. no that's yeah that's back in the 1800s that's what you do you shoot out a ton of kids and hopefully at least two of them make it to adulthood um whaley took over his father's successful business relations then left new york on january 1st 1849 so What's that, 26? Yeah? Okay. Uh, he traveled to San Francisco during California Gold Rush, where he engaged in business. <laughs> what kind of vague-ass statement is that? I don't during know. During the California Gold Rush, where he engaged in business. <laughs> okay. Sounds kind of shady. Yo, I'm engaged in business all the, the fucking business time. of the streets. Can you imagine trying big... to tell like your wife that? Yeah. Where are you going, Anthony? I'm going to engage in business. <laughs> Okay, don't Why come are you back. Wearing high heels in a dress. <laughs> What's with the fishnet I'm doing stockings? Business. I'm, I'm engaging I'm in business. business. I'm engaging in business. <laughs> mind your, mind yours. You're not my real mom. <laughs> I'm gonna engage in my own business. You mind your own business, okay? And then you slam the door shut, uh, but your wig gets caught in the door, so you gotta open it again and then, no, and then well, close it. Wouldn't this be more? You slam the fucking uh, pocket door and then it falls off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has a pocket the- door for a front door. <laughs> Bro, I don't have Dude, that. I, is my, my hell. Yo, like if my I go to hell, it's just gonna be pocket doors <laughs> on pocket doors. <laughs> your garage <laughs> door. Your, your garage door is a pocket door. <laughs> oh my god! Gotta, I'd be running my car right through yeah, it. Yeah, you gotta get out of your car and just slide that bitch all the way over to get in. Hell yeah! That, I mean, oh, it gives me anxiety. <laughs> hey, if it makes it feel any better, man, at least your fucking wall is attached to your floor. Yeah, at least you have a house. So, yeah. That's Some true. people don't even have houses. That's true. Yeah. Jay lives I, with his dad. I seem very first yeah. worldy right now. Yeah. yeah. So keep that in Duh. mind. All right. 
Yeah, whatever, dude. Anyway, uh, so he engaged in business and then went to San Diego in September 1851. Two years later, Whaley went back to New York and married Anna Louise Delaunay. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, we'll go with it. Okay. On August 14th, 1853, probably, together. probably Delaney. Uh. Yeah, I can see it. D-E-L-A-U-N-A-Y. I can see it, Delaney. Yeah. Mm, maybe. Uh, okay. Together, they returned to California, arriving in San Diego on December 7th, 1853. On August 22nd, 1857, the Whaley's moved into their new home, now known as the Whaley House. Titty in the Whaley House. <laughs> I feel like every time I say read Whaley, I got to say it with an accent. Whaley. Oh, we're in the Whaley house. Thomas Ann Whaley had six children. Francis Hinton, uh, he was born on December 28th, 1854. Thomas Whaley Jr., August 18th, 1856. Anna Amelie, Amelia Whaley, June 27th, 1858. I'm going to name off all their birthdays, just so you know, in case you want to get them a card. George. Or steal their identity. Or steal their identity, yeah, because they got social security numbers here, too. Uh, yeah. George Hay. <laughs> Ringgold, November 5th, 1860. Violet Eloise, October 14th, 1862. And Corinne Lillian. Okay. I'm stroking, guys. I'm stroking out. Use your, use your words. I'm stroking. All right. He's stroking <laughs> it, dude. Do you, do you smell oranges? Uh, do you smell right, oranges? Citrus. I smell citrus and I taste burnt toast. September 4th, 1864 is when... Corinne Lillian was born. Francis Hinton was named after a business partner. Could you imagine your dad names you? Oh, who am I named after? Like my grandpa or like somebody, uh, some famous person or, or, you know, someone in biblical. Nah, you were named after my bro that I, that I engage in business with. Okay. I would never name my son Anthony. No. I mean, I would if I wanted him to get bullied. Wow. I'll bother <laughs> you right now, dude. I bet you will. And get away with it, Officer Adamson. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. God, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Obviously, kidding. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Wow. Anyway, the, Thomas Whaley Jr. suffered from scarlet fever at 18 months. What is scarlet fever? That sounds nice. Scarlet fever is a disease resulting from a group A streptococcus infection. Also known He's as Streptococcus Piogen. <laughs> Not real. I can't read that. Just, just say the initials or something, my guy. The, the signs and symptoms including a sore throat, fever, headache, swollen lymph nodes, and uh, characteristic rash. Looks like your tongue gets all nasty. But I didn't know that. Shit, you can die from that? All right, well. He did. Yeah. At eight, 18 months old, and he died on January 29, 1858. R.I.P. my dude. R.I.P. my dude. Scarlet Fever. You didn't deserve it. He didn't. After the death of baby Thomas and the loss uh, by fire of their store, and the loss by fire of their store, they, that is, so I'm reading this off Wikipedia. So, of course, you know, this is the, the best place I can find where everything's all nice and concealed, which it usually is, but this is written so weird. <clears throat> After the death of a baby, Thomas... And the loss by fire of their store. So is it saying they lost their store due to fire? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it means. That's such a maybe weird that's way. like that's a convoluted. Maybe way that's to say like that. actual 
like a, a really good way to say that, but we're all just too dumb to understand it. Hmm, right. <laughs> that's like grammatically correct. That. Like yeah, that's actually how you're supposed lit to. And fam. <laughs> All right, shut up, dude. The fucking ghost squad's listening, okay? Yeah, bet. Uh, bet. Thomas and Ann. No fucking shot, bro. <laughs> no shot. Thomas and Ann. That's a whole mood, bro. That's an entire mood, my guy. <laughs> Anthony, we're trying just to vibe here, all right? We're just vibing, <laughs> man. <laughs> Yo, I don't want to kill your vibe. You got simp energy going on, dude. I'm looking for a good dude, I major simping right now over you guys, though. <laughs> Bro, bro, that's so not lit, fam. I'm just saying. Choke me, ghost daddy. (laughs) Anyway. That's that's just what you want to do. That's not even... Never mind. Then anyway, after the fire of their store and the loss of their child, Thomas and Ann moved to San Francisco. In January 1859, Whaley turned his affairs in Old Town over to Frank Ames. What is Old Town? Old Town is a neighborhood of San Diego. Okay. Old Uh, Town Road, or however the song goes. That was exactly it. That was exactly how it goes. Uh, but he turned he turned over his uh, his affairs in Old Town over to Frank Ames, a Wells Fargo agent. In summer of eighteen sixty eight, Thomas investigated some of his new capital of stock and merchandise and headed back to San Diego. Thomas fixed up the Whaley, the old Whaley house, and uh, Anna and the rest of the family arrived back home to San Diego on December twelfth, eighteen sixty eight. So. A little a couple months after because you know you can't fly and um, the, the cars back then were what what like did were there cars in it i like i i don't know and i mean that, i know there were cars but like they were just the, the wooden wheel cars right um L- late 1800s i don't know i don't think there were cars back then uh no, there, there the, uh really <clears throat> i don't know wasn't the uh like the Model T wasn't until like the 1900s. It was like early 1900s. Wouldn't that be? I mean, I guess that'd be like the well, first hey, like. Well, I'm reading this automobile. one. You want to actually? That's actually you want to look that up? See, because that'd be. I'm doing it right now. Okay, cool. For um. But anyway, they uh they arrived yeah. back home in San Diego on December 12th, 1868. On January 5th, 1882, Violet Eloise Whaley and Anna Amelia Whaley were both married in Old San Diego. Uh, I'm assuming they didn't marry each other. That was a, that's a weird way of saying that. Of the mom marrying daughter in San Diego. Uh, okay, so Violet married George T. Bertolacci, Bertolacci, and Anna Amelia wed her first cousin. What? Wait, what? So you want to run huh? that back to me or, or something? <laughs> hey, I just say it again. Violet married George T. Bertolacci, Bertolacci. Okay. And okay. Anna Amelia wed her first cousin, John T. Whaley. <laughs> <laughs> no way. We are in Arkansas again. Yeah, goddamn. No way. Son of Henry Hurst Whaley. Oh, my God. Yo, keep it in the, you know fucking, what they say, keep it in the family. Yo, keep it in the family, baby. Fucking good for them, man. Just right, so what? what? <laughs> Found the, uh, the vehicle whenever you guys are ready. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. The vehicle? The first vehicle was meant, was made by Benz, Carl Benz, which I'm guessing Mercedes Benz. Yeah, turned in Mercedes Benz in January 29th, 1886. That was the first car. Okay, so there wasn't, so there weren't cars. So they, they, horse drawn carriage is how they got there from San Francisco to San Diego a couple months later. Okay, good to know. Bro, that, all right, first off, uh, from LA to San Diego going 
90 miles an hour is an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Is that with traffic, though? Yeah. So I'm that sure they're not going to have gridlocked stagecoaches, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> they're like honking. Can you imagine? Could Yo. you just imagine that? Just being gridlocked and you just see a bunch of people sit. Well, what the hell's going on around here? Is there just fucking dude? Yeah. Just horses so, shitting, and farting the whole time. We kind of we kind of did. We had a cop that was like swerving back and forth across all five lanes of traffic. That was pretty interesting for something. Yeah, but probably just it takes a long ass time to get there in in a car. So I can't imagine how long it took to get there from a fucking carriage. Yeah, San Francisco is longer than or farther away than L.A. Yeah, so that and not only that, like, there the roads. Geez. There were no roads then. Right. I mean, there were there were probably like roads ish, just you know areas where the grass was flat, but there was no, yeah, no shit. there was no just highways. Dirt. Yeah, so that's, that would have taken that would have taken yeah. a minute. Yeah, assuming they left right Maybe when two he minutes. left. I'm assuming they didn't leave right when he left. Obviously, they would have got there at the same time. <laughs> so yeah, so after marrying her cousin, uh, two weeks <laughs> into Violet's marriage, as the Hell couple uh, was traveling back east. On their honeymoon, she woke one morning to find her husband gone. Bertolacci, Bertolacci, as it turned out, was a con artist, and the uh, <clears throat> and as Mary Violet's second cousin. Yeah. So this is not the cousin one. This is this no, is not the, that's, not, that's not the cousin one, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> Anna, <laughs> well, you don't know if your cousin Anna, is a con Amelia, artist. She married the cousin. We'll probably get to that in a second. Oh, I'm, oh. I'm assuming they had a child with seventeen toes. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm, I'm just guessing at this point. Yeah, I'm just guessing. Bertolacci, uh, Bertolacci, Bertolacci, whatever, Bertolacci. It's Italian, I'm assuming. B e r t o l a c c i. As it turned out, he was a con artist, and as Violet and her family lear- later learned, had only married her for her substantial dowry. He believed he would collect upon the marriage, due to the restrictive morals and societal standards of the period. Violet was essentially shunned by polite society upon returning home, not only without her husband, but also unchaperoned, something proper ladies simply did not do in the late 19th century Victorian society. So after leaving with her husband and coming back solo, they're like, she is a tramp and a witch, burn her. This was in the 19th century. Of course, we are no longer like that, I hope. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit. I'm assuming we're no longer like that, but there are some really shady areas around here. Uh, in, in, just in general, around the world, there are some really shady <laughs> areas. A, yeah. But anyway, Violet and George's divorce that. was finalized approximately a year later, but Violet never recovered from the public humiliation and betrayal and suffered from depression. I, I feel like that's weird or hard for us to be able to tell. Uh, except for this, uh, Violet committed suicide by shooting herself in the chest with Thomas's thirty-two caliber on August eighteenth, eighteen eighty-five. So I guess it's actually why is that a thing. Why, why is she? And that's not like the first time I've heard somebody like of killing themselves like in the olden days by shooting themselves in the, uh, in the chest. Because uh, so that one I do know. Uh, open caskets. So uh, they they want to be able to a lot of times a religious thing. If you're going to kill yourself, you want to at least be able to appear in front of God with your face. Intact. <laughs> okay. And okay. Thank you. Yeah. And not only that, just having four open, you it, it was you wanted you didn't want to scare your family away, you so it was like they're gonna have an open casket. They're gonna say their respects to them. You want to be able to present your face. Weird, but it's true. Hmm. That's how it went. 
she was then 22 years old. Her suicide Damn. note reads. So this is actually her suicide note. Mad from life's history, swift to death's mystery, glad to be hurled, hurled anywhere, anywhere out of this world. Damn, that's savage. That is pretty intense. I, I mean, Jesus Christ, yeah, for one, to write a suicide note, but to make it a poem? Damn. A ground poem is literally coming in his pants right now somewhere. What <laughs> morbid ass Edgar Allan Poe? Oh yeah, he what loved morbid fucking what? poems. <laughs> uh, <good laughs> what? Do you not read like that? Those those kind of poems would be right up his fucking alley. Yeah, bro. That doesn't mean I don't read. It's just hey, he's coming yeah. in his pants somewhere because of the suicide note. A little much. <laughs> I don't think so. I think, dude, Edgar Allan Poe was a fucking nutcase. He was a nutcase. He was a nutcase. Hey, man. Hey. That, that's your one. My one was making, <laughs> making the joke about you being a cop, and that's your just so. Now yeah. Tyler's own one. Now Tyler's going to make a yep, weird joke yep. later. Make it a good one, Tyler. All right? So think no, about I'm good. Anthony, Anthony's counting for mine, too. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, guys. Just some things you don't say in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide note and come in pants is one of them. No. They're, dude, we are not professionals. Holy fuck. <laughs> All right, I want it on record that I don't agree with that one. We're just going to keep on going on. Jay, why don't you just keep on reading, buddy? Okay. <laughs> Holy fuck. That was funny. All right. The suicide note is a passage from Bridge of Sigh, a poem by Thomas Hood. So, in other words, it's not something she wrote herself. It was something she took from Bridge of Sighs, a poem by Thomas Hood. The particular poem is also offered. <laughs> that's bro. <laughs> this particular poem is also offered up by Edgar Allan Poe as an example of painting with words. Damn, let's fucking go. <laughs> Good call, bro. Good call. He's better. That is in no way any. That does not vindicate what you said Actually, at all. Actually, to be honest, it kind of does. It kind of does. It does. Because nope. for one, no. she didn't write it herself. She took it from a passage nope. that has been specifically <laughs> poem offered Jesus up by Edgar Allan Poe, and as an example, he spoke of it, and it was referenced in his published books or his published works during his lectures. So, See? hey, coming fucking, in this band. Vindication, roll, dude, vindication. I'm going to roll my eyes into the back of my head. I win for quiet for, for five minutes. I'm uh, good. Right. Have a good podcast, guys. Corinne Lillian was engaged at the time of her sister's death, but her fiancé broke off the engagement due to the scandal it raised. Back, I mean, goddamn, dude, back then, saving face was such a big thing. Caring about what people thought was all you were back in the day. Yeah. That was 100% how you lived your life, was based on what people thought of you. Could you imagine I mean, living like that? Is, like, honestly? Well, I wouldn't on, survive. So is that, is that <laughs> no. any different than it is now? Yes. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. I literally just made a joke about a suicide poem and people coming in their pants. I think I just yeah, don't but give I'm talking, a fuck at this point. But No, I'm talking about how, like, people's, like, perception of you. Like, look at, like... uh people's like tweets from like 10 years ago and they got to apologize for him now okay so that's a whole different story yeah (laughs) that's a whole different thing (laughs) we're gonna swerve hard left on this (laughs) no but you're saying saying we see what you're saying it's the same thing yeah Uh, anyway after these tragic events 
Thomas Whaley built a single-story frame home for his family at uh, 933 State Street in downtown San Diego, and the family moved into the new residence, leaving the Whaley house vacant for over two decades. Francis Whaley married Susan E. Murray in Mendocino, 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 California. Am I saying that? Mendocino. Yeah. Mendocino. I can't read today. Jesus. California on December 31st, 1888. On December uh, 14th, 1890, Thomas Whaley died due to ill health at the State Street Address. And Amelia Whaley died at uh, Modesto, California on December 12th, 1905. Meanwhile, the old Whaley, when did you say the first car was made? It was like 1886 or something like that. At least they got to see, like, a car. You know? How awful would they... Think about that. Think about the world we live in, man. And you were to die. Like, say you say we were to die tomorrow, and then tomorrow they, the transportation is discovered. Like, that's crazy. All these things that could be made, and then there's these people that never lived to see it. Can you imagine in 100 years where we're going to be, technology-wise, and we're not going to be around to see it? I don't know if I want to see any more technology than what we have. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I can't remember the quote who it was that said it. Shit. It it had something to do with uh, light bulb or something. And they're like, this is the furthest technology will ever go. That was like his most famous quote. He said, this is the peak of technology. We will never get further than this. Like, boy, were you wrong. Wrong. Um, Wrong. Uh, So, where was I? Yes, meanwhile, the old Whaley house remained vacant and fell into disrepair. Uh, in late 1909, Francis Whaley undertook the restoration of the building and turned it into a tourist attraction, where he posted signs promoting its historic and entertained visitors with his guitar. Okay. Anne Whaley, Thomas's widow, Corinne Lillian, Francis, and George all lived in the old Whaley house. In 1912, on February 24th, 1913, Anne died at 80 years old, 80 years of age. So it was a long life. A year later, yeah. Francis Whaley died on uh, November 19th, 1914. George Whaley uh, died on seven, uh, January 5th, 1928, in San Diego. And Corinne Lillian Whaley continued residency in the house until her death in 1953. So. A lot, of, a lot of deaths at this house. So now we could talk a little bit about the house itself, which this shouldn't take too long. Um, <clears throat> the Whaley House is located in the Old Town neighborhood of San Diego, and it is the coordinates specifically for this are 32.752828 degrees north, latitude, longitude, 117.194486 degrees west. So keep that in mind. Anyway, the way the house, <laughs> the historic house opened as a museum on May 25th, 1960, management by the San Diego Historical Shrine Foundation, a nonprofit organization formed, a, uh, formed in 1956 and led by James E. Redding uh, and June A. Strudwick Reading. Redding. Reading. Redding. It's got to be Redding, right? Or is Redding is like R-E-D-D-I-N-G, right? That'd be like reading. Yeah. <clears throat> if you're usually like if you're talking about a a, a name. Yeah. Um it would 
What did you say it was? Her, James. Her, their last name is spelled R-E-A-D-I-N-G. So I'm sp- assuming it's Redding. It's probably Redding, more than likely. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, June Strudwick Redding served as the director of the Whaley House Museum from 1960 until her death in 1998. The Whaley House has been maintained by Save Our Heritage Organization, SOHO, since 2000. Since 2007, a live-in caretaker has lived on the property uh, to prevent theft and vandalism. The two-story Greek revival house was designed by Thomas himself, and construct- construction began on May 6th of 1856, completed in 1857. The cost of the house was more than $10,000. That's it. It's a, Jesus. It's a big house. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. $10,000. That's it. God damn. I could I could figure I could do that now. How awesome would that be? To build a house like that for $10,000. Man, that life would be, would be pretty good. dope. Life would be good. <laughs> it was made from bricks created in Whaley's backyard on uh Conde Street. The house was the first of its kind in San Diego. The motherfucker made bricks in his backyard for this. Literally made the bricks. In his backyard. Crazy. Uh, Thomas Whaley quoted, My new house, when completed, will be the handsomest, most comfortable, and convenient place in town or within 150 miles of here. End quote. By the way, that was uh, $97,000 back in the time. That's not even a lot now. That's no. No, it's not. For California? No. No. For 1857? Oh, maybe I did that wrong. I'm assuming you did that wrong, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna guess you did that wrong. Um in 1857? 1857, yeah. Oh, it's probably way worse then. <laughs> I'm sure I did that wrong. Anyway. Disregard. Yeah, no worries, no worries. You'll 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 get the right number here in a <laughs> second, I'm sure. In October I'm 1868, sure. an upstairs family bedroom was converted into a theater after Thomas Whaley rented the room out to the Tanner Troop, a local theater uh performance or a local theater troupe traveling through San Diego at the time. For the troop's opening night performance, a small room accommodated a stage, a few benches, and astonishing 150 guests. That's a big-ass motherfucking room. That was just a family bedroom? Jesus. Although it was mostly standing room, only, uh, and ladies had been advised to not wear their hoop skirts or petticoats that evening. To allow more room, the, uh, the operator of the theater, Thomas Tanner, died just 17 days after opening, and his troop had disbanded by the end of January 1869. The Whaley House also served as a country courthouse in 1869. For $65 a month, the county of San Diego leased the courtroom and three of the upstairs bedrooms for $65 a month. Another part of the way the house... It was three, $309,000. That makes more sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did 1956 by accident. Oh, okay. I fat-fingered that key. Gotcha, gotcha. Damn, even just 70 years? I was about to say, even from 1956 to that, that's still $87,000 more. Jesus. Still, pretty, still a pretty good jump, but yeah, it's, it's $309,000. To be honest, that, that huge yeah, no, leap just yeah, in no 70 shit. years? God damn. Right. Uh, yeah, so another part of the Whaley House's uh, history was the Whaley and Crossed, 
Crossthwaite General Store, which was a wholesale, wholesale and resale store. In 1860s and 1870s, the house became the focal point of a battle between Old Town residents and residents of New Town. That sounds like some fucking West Side Story shit right there. <laughs> the Old Town oh. against the New Town. They come snapping their fingers. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna rap battle. Yeah, that's the, that's the Gen Zers versus the Boomers. Exactly. Uh, but they, were, they fought for dominance of San Diego. Hey, get out of our town. We're not- I'm trying to think of how this would go back then. Like, they want dominance of San Diego, New Town and Old Town. It's like, come on, think of something a little bit more cool for a name, right? Yeah. Anyway. I feel like they kind of were just were they, lazy. Yeah, yeah they, they gave up. Yo, you're they, the had like a, they had like well, a laundry the, uh, list of names. We're the uh, New Town. So, yeah, <laughs> screw you guys. New, New Town couldn't come up with any good names. Like, they had like. <laughs> Meeting after meeting, they're trying to figure out what the fuck they were going to be called, and someone's like, "Bro, just call it Newtown." They probably well, didn't. Jim, that fucking sucks. <laughs> Jim, okay, Jim, we'll you're do an it. Idiot. It sucks, but we'll do it. You know, it'd be funny. It's two, like they two meetings later, have a someone name. else fucking says it. They didn't even have a like, name. That's a great idea. It's just uh, it's just Old Town was there, and then these people just showed up. They're like, we're gonna fight you. We want this. We our town's better than yours. Like, okay, what's your town name? And they're just like, uh, "What's your town name?" Well, we're Old Town. And they're like, "Well." We're Newtown, well, so obviously we're Newtown. <laughs> so that means you gotta go. And then they start just throwing rocks at each other and then stabbing each other. Out with the old, in with the new. We're Newtown. <laughs> Got him. The San Diego County government had been renting a portion of a Whaley House for its offices and records. Uh, Whaley offered several times to sell the house to the county, but the offer was ignored. New towners demanded that the county offices and records be moved to Newtown. The issue dominated local elections, with Republicans favoring Newtown, while Democrats favored Old Town. There were conflicting court orders. At one point, the local sheriff was ordered to seize the Whaley House, but refused. A judge ordered the removal of three supervisors from the Board of Supervisors. Another judge tried to appoint three other men to the posts. After several, after several years of court battles, the California Supreme Court ordered the reinstatement of the three original supervisors who ordered that the county records be moved to Newtown. Despite threats of armed resistance from the old towners, the records were moved on March 31st, 1871, effectively shifting the focus of the city to Newtown. And Old Town drifted off into the dark. I, I added that part. Never to be seen again. Never wow, to be seen again. Wow, that was again. very dramatic. Yes. But anyway, that is the Whaley House. That's where we're at today. That is the history of the Whaley House, San Diego. Good job. That's a lot of information. Yeah, yeah. I thought the stories were kind of cool. So No, they were cool. Especially the interesting ones where, you know, people are marrying their first cousin and shit. Yeah, that's the coolest part. Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's the fuck? That's the coolest story yeah, that was in the there. I prefer Old thinking? Town, New Town. Holy hell. You know what's funny is, uh, so the way Wikipedia works, when you link a word, the word turns blue and you can hover over it and it'll show you what it is. So here where it says, Anne Amelia wed her first cousin, John T. Whaley. John T. Whaley is in red. And it's the only word, the only name on here or word on here that's in red. And it's because it doesn't have a link to it, but it was linked to something. So it's just whoever put this in here specifically did that so it would show up red. (laughs) 
Yeah, just so you guys know, look at this. That's her first fucking cousin, guys. First cousin. Calm down. So. Huh? Good for her. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so moving on. Now that I'm done, let's go over to Anthony, who's going to talk about oh, why oh, we're no, even no, here. No outro? I do. Oh, yeah. Anthony, yeah. My An outro, outro please. Oh, invite. shit. Oh, my It's going to be a different dude. outro. Okay, because I completely forgot the first <laughs> soundbite. Why does why oh, he get two soundbites? Oh, fuck. Okay. Tyler, you have three. Yeah. Thanks, Thank man. you very much. It's, <laughs> thank you, Jay, for sharing your information. You are a genius. Nobody appreciates you as much as the ghost boys. <laughs> I thought you were just going to stop right thank there. Thank you, bro. Low-key, you should have left that. Just a period. Nobody appreciates you. Bum, bum. I honestly thought you were going to Hold say on. that. Nobody appreciates you. Okay, there you go. That would have been so fucking funny. I would have been on the floor, bro, if you would have said that. Dude, I would, just clapped. I honestly thought that's what you were about to say, and I was going to lose my mind. I didn't want to be an asshole. All right. I already oh, hey, the truth hurts. The truth thought. hurts. All right. All right. So now thank you for that outro, intro and outro, Anthony. These, uh, these sound bites you do for me never cease to amaze. But now, thank you. what the people are here for? Why did we choose the Whaley House? What are these hauntings and these stories? Let's hear them. Let's hear. I, I would do your uh, your your interview. Anthony doesn't have interviews. Yes, that's me. <laughs> doesn't have interviews. That's Wait, I wonder me. if I could do that. Hang on, I'm gonna see if I could do that. Let's do that. So, Anthony, okay. doesn't have interviews. That's me. I did it. I did it. Hell yeah. Doesn't have interviews. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's uh, how we're gonna do that from now on <laughs> i literally called like four or, five, or three people and i left i emailed two groups and the rest of the groups that we tried to look up on youtube were no longer i guess investigating or active yeah. because every phone number or email was disconnected or no longer <laughs> being used oh well so Go ahead. There's a plenty for you to read and talk about some stories. You oh, go- yeah. I found some crazy-ass shit online, and you're going to hear it, right? Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> this is from ghostsandgravestones.com, and it talks about the spirits at the Whaley House. Over the years, many descendants of the Whaley family lived and died in the house, including Thomas, Anna, and their children, Lillian, Thomas, Violet, and Francis, which obviously Jay has already given us ton of information on. Yes, Anna's the one that married her cousin. Yep. Yep, yep. Awkward. Uh, During its restoration period, which took place several different times throughout the home's history, workers and visitors began to notice strange and mysterious sounds, sights, aromas, and encounters. Uh, The first and most well-known ghost that lingered within the house and on the grounds was that of Yankee Jim Robinson, as he had died right on the spot where the home was built. The infamous criminal made eerie noises, loud footsteps, and left disembodied footprints, continually scarring, scaring, sorry, scaring Whaley family members throughout their lifetimes. Baby Thomas, who had been in the first in the family to pass away, had always stayed close by as reported by many who have visited the home. They could hear tiny footsteps and the sounds of him crying, even giggling when no one was in sight. Yeah, no thank you. Uh, yeah, we've that. been through this many times. If I hear a kid giggling and there's no kid in the building, I am leaving. Yes, I agree. Other reports seeing a young woman lingering in the second floor of the house believed to be poor Violet, still consumed with sorrow. 
She seems to stay close to the second floor where she spent much of her time after her divorce before she committed suicide. It is said that areas within the home become quite cold and their presence is felt throughout. Thomas, Anna, and several other spirits have also been felt within the home on the stairwells and on the property. Many have seen Thomas dressed in his frock, coat, and top hat standing at the top of the stairs. What a charming young fellow. And others yes, say that <laughs> you're fine. Others say they could smell of the aroma of French perfume and Anna's signature scent. Interesting. How do you know yeah, what that's, she smells like? Right. Signature scent. What did, is that like documented somewhere? Mm, she I always smell smells piss. like this. <laughs> She's known for pissing her pants. <laughs> it smells like ammonia in here. Yeah, it's weird. I, I don't know how that would get passed on from when she passed away all the way to, to now that she has a signature scent, but okay. I think what happens is someone go, went in there, smelled something one time, and they're like, that could be her. And then someone else smelled the same thing. That could be her. And then that just, that, this, the, what is it called? The word of mouth made it to where that's her signature. Yeah. I agree. It's sometimes you get people just guessing, and then it just becomes lore, and after it becomes lore, it just becomes fact for some reason, which is weird. But Yeah, the more people say it, the more people believe that what is being said is true. So I agree. Yeah. So, on to the next one. Yep. Miss, lights turning off, on and off by themselves, crystals, and the music, not to be confused with bad crystal meth uh, from Tyler's game earlier, crystals in the music room, lamps swinging without any prompt, all so- signs that the Whaley House still belongs to the many who called it home over the years. Uh, although no one has lived in the house since 1953, the spirits of the dead are still there, waiting for visitors. Workers on site, guests who toured the house, tell accounts of many unusual spooky encounters. Some say they've seen a figure looking out the upstairs window long after the house has been closed for the day. Others have seen curtains moving, even though all the windows in the home have been sealed shut. The sounds of chil- children running up and down the stairs can be heard without anyone being seen. Footsteps, cold spots, the appearance and disappearance of shadows have all been seen. Tell and heard by the guests. Are these stories true? Come and explore and decide for yourself. We would love to, but it's in San Diego, so yeah, I can't drive that far. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard pass, hard pass. Uh, the next one is the occultmuseum.com, and it's O C C U L T. The ghost stories fo- uh, that followed became public when the Whaley House became a museum in 1960s. Many of the visitors have claimed to see the original owner owners which is all the names we talked about, celebrities such as Tom Green and Regis Philbin have both encountered ghosts during their visits. With Regis Philbin adamantly claimed that Anna Whaley appeared before him in the dark. Tom Green claimed that he called a spirit in the house and was answered by an eerie sound of children of a okay. child's voice. Okay, I'll believe Regis Philbin, but I don't believe a fucking thing that Tom Green says. I agree. <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. No. No. <laughs> I believe that Tom Green would be there would go in there and say something like, Yeah, I went to the house and put grapes in my ass and all of a sudden there was these ghosts everywhere. Like that's that's the kind of thing I'd expect Tom Green to say. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but supposedly he said something and there was a child's voice. One paraphysiologist even claimed to have seen the Whaley's family dog, Dolly roaming the hall of the estates. Apart from its appearances in the media, there are nighttime ghost hunting tours, blah, blah, blah. Regis Philbin said of the house, you know a lot of people poo-poo it. You know a lot of people, yeah, RIP, sorry. Uh, You know a lot of people poo-poo it because they can't see it, but there was something going on in that house. 
So just because you don't see it, don't yes. shit on it. Is the you said it? You said it, Regis. That's my boy right there. That's Regis Philbin's got got ghost hunters backs because that's exactly yes, what does. happens. We'll see. Like you don't know how many times people say that that clip we got from Clarendon Hills was just someone whispering into the mic. That's just it. It's you. You unless you were there, uh, you. It's hard to believe, but that shit happens. It's, so just because you couldn't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, I we I, I as far as I know. We haven't fucking faked any evidence. <laughs> and I had no, been there for all of no. it. No. I right. haven't. So. I sure yeah, as fuck say, haven't. There's I no, sure there's fuck no haven't as far either. as I know, because like, I guarantee I haven't. Yeah. I know Anthony hasn't. I know Tyler hasn't. All all the shit that we've ever gotten, we we any of the EVPs, that's not us saying it. Yeah. Anything that's happened to us, Anthony's chair, uh, me in the fucking attic, that's not us just freaking out just because. Like, no. Okay, so, there was there was one soundbite I made up. I gotta come clean here. Okay, okay? all right. Well, yeah, I'm ready for it. When we were in the okay, Malvern right. Manor, oh. and me and Tyler were walking, that was me that farted. It wasn't Gracie. It was me. What? Yeah, bro. How? I didn't. I quit. <laughs> I didn't want to wait this long to tell you, but it's just been eating at me. I feel like I, I had to. I can't be mad at you, buddy. Okay. Okay, I just I just needed to get that off my chest, man. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. I'm glad so, that you feel whoo. better now. So like we've only faked up. one up. thing of evidence. Okay. <laughs> Everything else we've caught has been like real. I'm okay? laughing. Jay, I'm laughing to hide my, my tears right Jay, now. It's fine. I feel yeah, I yeah. feel like a million pounds lighter. Guy. All right, continue, dude. I'll bet you do. All right. So the next one I have is some anecdotes from TripAdvisor. Uh, this is from Bonnie J in January 2018. I and it's titled "I caught a ghost on my phone camera." So uh, <laughs> I. Re- <laughs> Why is okay. that so funny? I think it's the way you read it. Like it's some little kid. I caught a ghost on my phone camera. <laughs> no, bro, that that shit sounded like such an old lady. I'm gonna be honest. That sounded like so many people that covered my work. <laughs> How do I post this on the <laughs> Facebook? I just want to. <laughs> After this, I'm gonna go to the Walmart. <laughs> oh God, the Facebook! I researched the Wiley House before we went, which I highly recommend. If you walk in cold, you won't know what to look for. And see, I disagree with that. I just, not, Bonnie, you do you. You know what I mean? But sometimes I like to go in not knowing what to expect. Yeah, because 100 agree. Because you can sometimes subconsciously trick your mind into seeing or experiencing things that aren't actually there because right. you want to experience it so bad. Yeah. And even if you don't want to experience it, it's the placebo effect. You yeah. you know that this happens. People have said it happens. So now you're thinking of it. So when something happens, your brain goes, oh, that was it. That's it. That's it right there. And it's not. So I, I agree with Anthony. I prefer to go into a place. Like, of course, it's impossible for us to go yeah. to somewhere and not have something told to us. But I don't look for that. If someone says, no. yeah, there's a little girl that, that runs through this hallway, I'll be like, okay, I'll go to that hallway last. But I'm, I'm looking for other things. I'm not trying, trying to find that little girl. We've got to find the little girl that runs through the hallway. Yeah, the closest thing that we have to something like that is I do my interviews on scene, and I don't tell them anything. Most, I would say 90% of the time I don't tell them anything, unless there's something yeah. like really like dangerous or kind of evil or something we should look out for. Also, but, uh, uh, I was thinking 
This is this is this is for the listeners too. Let us know what you think. Um, this is also for Anthony. We could, if you wanted to, do live interviews too. Moving forward, uh, this the listeners. If you think it'd be cool for us to have someone that we interview that has seen or heard something while we're recording the episode, let us know. I feel like that could be cool. Anyway, continue. Yeah. yeah. Feel I'm free to down. yeah post that on our social or something. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, and then after the fact, when we kind of come to our our sit down after we've done our investigations, like, yo, I experienced cold spots here. Uh, I experienced like some voice phenomenon here, and I'll be like, that's crazy because that's what the interviewee that I interviewed said happened in those particular areas. So you can kind of validate or kind of make you think a little bit more about the validity of certain things just because you didn't tell them and they got the same exact stuff that you already know is allegedly supposed to be happening in those areas. Right, right. So back to uh, Bonnie. Uh, Anyway, I took a picture outside and caught a definite mist by Violet's tree. My daughter's phone camera also got a mist a little later, but higher up on the tree trunk, the doc, sorry, but higher up on the tree trunk. The, is it the docents, the docents? Uh, it's the people no that the, the people that are helping with the tour were great and added to the tour. I understand that the guided tours are not happening right now. I'm, all right, I'm going to look at this picture real quick, see what she... Okay, where's the... Okay, so there's like a little bit of a mist at the base of the tree, it looks like. So, um, yeah, I don't... It, it's so you nothing. can see it? There's an actual picture you can see? Yeah, there's an actual okay. pitch. It's like a little bit of a white spot on the bottom of, near the ground or the trunk, which, you know, I'm not going to say it is or isn't, but there's something there. It looks yeah. a little bit blurry. I don't know but, how I feel about mists, just like the same way I don't know how I feel about orbs. Yeah. It's kind of like a, yeah. you know, personal preference thing. Yeah. So the next uh, TripAdvisor person I have is two shutterbugs. That's literally the name of it. We opted to visit after hours during one of their ghost hunts. While we didn't see any ghosts, it was fun to play with the equipment and talk to some local ghost hunters. We also had access to a few areas that were off limits during regular tours. So see, this person didn't find anything. And the yeah, final... and thank you for being honest. Yeah, seriously, thank you. And now I went to uh, hauntedplaces.org, which is one of our favorite places for anecdotes. And, and just finding haunted places. It's a really just awesome website. Haunted places. So I'm going to go to Dina, D I N A, uh, February 9, 2014. She's got a really long one, but it looks pretty good. So this place is definitely haunted. My son and boyfriend and I all experienced paranormal experiences while we were there. My boyfriend and I saw and heard a chair in the back of the theater room move and thump the ground three times as he approached. I want to make sure this is the Whaley House. What? It, okay, it is the Whaley House. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, I was trying to, it was like, theater room. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, you turned one of the family bedrooms into a theater room, remember? Yeah, all right. Yeah, I know that. I just wanted to make oh, sure okay. that it wasn't just like a, I accidentally clicked gotcha, on the gotcha. wrong thing. 10 uh, Roger, Roger. Three times as he approached it, and if someone was sitting on it after the, the docent said she saw an apparition sitting on it a few days before. This was during a visit during the day. Later that evening, we returned with my son and his daughter and her friend my son saw an apparition of a little girl staring at some baby shoes in the upstairs bedroom she looked really sad and looked up at my son and then turned around and walked away damn as i was walking down the stairs i heard the beautiful voice of a woman humming an ethereal sounding tune Uh, this is pretty well written by the way so i appreciate you for using english 
I thought it was piped in music and told the docent who was downstairs talking to my boyfriend that it was a really cool effect as it sounded so realistic. She looked at me stunned and asked me, that wasn't you singing? Exclamation point, question mark. I said, no, it isn't. It's piped in, question mark. It's kind of hard to, it's piped in. I don't, you know, I'm just only say that for you guys to, to read it and be able to understand that she's okay. questioning it. Right. <laughs> she said no and swore up and down that it wasn't. She was really freaked out about it. And since I was talking to her as the singing was happening, so she knew it wasn't me. As we were leaving the place, my son was pushed out the door by something invisible. I saw his mid back, but jut forward as it happened. And he stumbled a little. A few weeks later, I returned to the Whaley house with my sister and asked the docent outside if there was piped in music. He said no. I asked him if anyone ever heard a woman singing. He said that yes. A few weeks ago, the docent heard singing. And at the first thought, it was a woman was walking down the stairs, but it wasn't. I told him that was me walking down the stairs, and I could have sworn the music was piped in and somehow, as it was so loud and clear. We were the only ones in the part of the building at the time, and since they were getting really clo- ready to close, the two older women were in the courtroom part of the house taking pictures, and they confirmed that it wasn't them either. It couldn't have been them, though, since the singing sounded like it was surround sound and coming from the stairs area. Okay, and this is Shane replying to that. Uh, somebody replied to this in 2017. I went there with my friend, and we heard strange noises in the theater room while walking along the house's porch. My friend said he felt cold fingers on the back of his neck. We were getting freaked out but wanted to stay longer, but right when we went back inside, someone whispered something in my ear, and we bolted. Yikes. 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 Fuck that shit, I'm out. <laughs> Hell no, well. Um, Robert A. in 2014. I've been there numerous times and I can say I feel that there's nothing haunted about this place and yes, so much plexiglass and the sun reflecting off the glass decorations in the cult in the courthouse is a bit annoying. As a point of reference, I started G-hunting, ghost hunting years ago after seeing an apparition pass me in in a SoCal restaurant I worked at. I picked up numerous EVPs at different sites in different states, though there were orbs that appeared to follow one of the friends that I was in the Waverly Graveyard the house for me is not haunted, unfortunately. I feel the same way about the Queen Mary, though the tours is well worth the experience of traveling through that awesome ship at the wee hours of the night. Uh, and then last one, Susan, 2015. This location is definitely haunted. There have been recorded sightings of apparitions, and I personally experienced being touched, smelling perfume, hearing footsteps, and the organ upstairs playing. Lights flashing violently, and lots of orbs and still pictures. Video recordings are not allowed, nor audio. The staff closely monitor your actions while in the house for its protection, and the fee is charged for admittance. I've been investigating the paranormal for over 25 years, and this lovely house is full of poltergeist activity, active and residual hauntings. The nighttime tour is the best chance you'll have for any activity or experience. Okay. Boom. Cool. Those are some anecdotes. There's a ton more, but if you want to go check them out, just go to hauntingplaces.org and... type in the whaley house yeah so is that it yeah that's it so you know form your own opinion on it there's some people that are like dude this place is crazy and other places people that are like eh i don't i don't feel it i'm not experiencing it right but those i'd really like to see it on my own you know i'd like to go there on my own see it's hard to hard to tell if 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 we can agree that it's haunted yeah i agree with you people say it isn't so you never know you'd have to go see you never know. But I just thought this would be a cool 
cool uh, history to talk about cool building to talk yeah about. no it's packed with history it's got a lot of interesting facts in it so yeah good choice hey cool, cool but yeah so that'll i guess that's gonna do it that wraps up episode number 22 uh and actually this is a decent decent length um remote episode 19 uh hour 19 minutes cool yeah Probably a little bit more than that but yeah so other than that Thank you, everybody, for stopping by for episode number 22 of the Hunting Table Podcast. Stay tuned for next week. You know, Monday, again, is going to be episode number 23. We're back to our normal schedule. And then, of course, at the end of the month, we're going to have an investigation. And where are we going at the end of the month, Tyler? It's called the, uh, what is it, Oh Oso Sweets or something like that? Yeah, it's is like Oso Sweet Bakery in yeah, Davenport, Iowa. Bakery. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It's so a nice little, nice little shop. Looked at their website. Uh um might bring home a cake or <laughs> hell a yeah i don't know i'm not sure which but see what uh, happens yeah man that'll be fun hell, hell yeah. yeah i'm excited always excited to get around the haunting table with my ghost boys to nut around the table with my ghost boys you know ghosts That's not always, in real life always looking hell forward yeah. to it always looking forward to it we hope you are all looking forward to it as well so stay tuned for that other than that Per usual, we'll give you the same plugs as we do in the beginning. Please check out our social medias. Check out our uh, Instagram, our Twitter, haunting underscore table. Support us that way. Uh, help support us by going to our website and clicking all those links. Those clicks actually help us. <laughs> the more we get clicks on our website, the more our website shows up on search pages. The higher up on the list searches, it shows up. So just doing things like that or giving us a five-star review on the uh podcast applications you use like itunes or spotify giving us a worded review just doing that simple as that that helps out the podcast a ton that moves us up lists that gives more ears the ability to hear our podcast more eyes the ability to see our podcast on the app so it's free for you and it warms our heart but if you also want to be an awesome person and produce the episode you can do that by going to our website and clicking that link on the top right that'll take you to our paypal paypal.me forward slash the haunting table and you can help produce an episode that way of course, like we usually say, you don't have to. This isn't one of those podcasts where like, you better give us money or we're leaving. No, you could even just email us and tell us a cool place to look into to investigate. That helps us, I would say, sometimes even more. If you could get us into a place to investigate, I feel like that is more help than even just monetary production. You know what I mean? Jeff feel. So yes. if you feel so inclined to do that, please, please go do that. Go to our website, check out all the fun stuff we got on there and listen to our episodes. Of course, first and foremost, listen to the podcast. If you enjoy it, listen to all the episodes because we have a ton of fun doing this. Other than that, am I missing anything? Else? Ooh, Tyler. Er, I yeah. Go ahead. Andy, I have something too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think it's piggybacking off. You want what Tyler is going to talk about? So I'll go after him. Wait, what am I talking about? Uh, Just go ahead. Andy, that's going to be on our. Okay, we are going to be along with on our official website, hauntingtable.com. We are going to be placing a merchandise store on there because we finally have merchandise for you guys to, yes. to, to, to look at. Um, Hell yes. We've, we've, I, didn't, I didn't know we were talking about that, my bad. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's all yeah, good. I got, got that. you. That's, and, that's what I was thinking you guys were meaning, but I didn't want to say that yeah, if you guys good. were no, not talking cool. about that. All right. So yeah, that should be going. coming up here pretty soon. Uh, right. We're going to be taking a lot of pictures of us wearing these shirts in a very like oh, stupid yeah. ways. So oh, it's yeah. going to be epic. Um. It's right now. It's it's one shirt. Uh, we just wanted to keep it basic, keep the cost low for you guys, and also we did already sell a shirt. So uh, obviously, hey, I want to shout out uh, Tabitha for 
uh, reaching out to me, and be like, "Hey, I heard you guys have shirts, and I want one." So hell yeah! And these ones, I know you've if you watched our YouTube video and you heard we have white hoodies that we wear. These are not white; these are black, and the logo is white. So you don't have to worry about getting these bitches dirty because they're yes. black. <laughs> yes, correct. So. Don't have to worry about stains. You could wear them anywhere. So yeah. yes, keep an eye out on our website, hauntingtable.com, and you will see we only have the black t-shirts for now, but the more interest we get, the more sales we make, the more merch we introduce. So we really, of course, want to get into all sorts of stuff, hoodies, sweaters, hats, coasters, koozies, magnets, butt plugs, whatever. Like, we want to get in that game. It's all, it's all going right back into getting condoms. more for yes. you guys. So Yes. Like we're oh, saying, how definitely. awesome would that be? The ghost, we're ghost nutters, and then it's a condom. And then around the ring where you see, would see the condom is, is our red circle logo. <laughs> and it says, it's spiritually occupied, or it'll say ghost nut safely. You know, like ghost nut, be safe when you ghost nut. You know, I feel like that is an awesome opportunity for merchandising for us because we already talk about ghost nutting. So, anyway, just ideas. We're bouncing off back and forth. Let us know what you guys want. Because the more we hear from you what you want, the more we are inclined to get that made. So, keep an eye out for that. And I think uh, I don't have to toss over to Tyler because that's pretty much it, right? <laughs> I mean, unless you guys have you want to say, Tyler. Uh, there is a website called customcondoms.com from 1987. <laughs> Since 1987. Um Okay. I found out that there is now a thing that is called uh, condom keychains. What? Where it's literally a condom in a keychain that you keep on your keys. Okay. So that's crazy. If you, yeah. uh, ladies, if a guy walks up to you and on his keychain he has a condom, fucking run, run Please away leave. and don't yeah. look back. That dude's a piece of shit. Run away and do not look back for the love of God. Wow. If he's got a condom hanging from his keys, that is the reddest of red flags. Get out of there. <laughs> anyway, yes. So thank you, everybody. Like I said, please return next week for episode number 23 of the Haunting Table podcast. But of course, until then, stay safe and happy haunting. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Did I just stop the music? I just say, hey, guys, hey, you want to do that again? I just what? stopped the music. Wait, what? what's going on? <laughs> I'm redoing oh, the intro. I actually geez. just stopped the music right. there. So anyway, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>